Good afternoon, super kicking it with Steven Facebook group and fans and all my lovely followers. So happy to have you here, ready to talk up some Raw, some SmackDown, some NXT. And then, of course, you can see I got my Elite shirt on because today, tonight, is all out by AEW. So we'll take a little break in between WWE talk and our AEW talk. So then that way we can split it up and I can uh, give you all the details on AEW's all about tonight. So we'll kind of do some quick hits with Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, and then get right into AEW talk. So Raw-wise, kind of give you the, the screen share as we head into Raw talk. The big news that we saw was Randy Orton is going to be challenging um, Drew McIntyre again for the WWE title. Uh, they're at Clash of Champions now. They're calling it Gold Rush. So Clash of Champions Gold Rush, I believe here, either the 20th or the 27th. I've seen two different de uh, dates listed. So I'm going to assume the 27th, probably at the end of the month. But uh, we did have Keith Lee involved with there and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins defeated Dominic Mysterio earlier in the night. Um, really good match there for Dominique. I mean, he keeps impressing me. It's pretty interesting to see how far he's come. Uh, so the big news, of course, like we said, Randy Orton. Then the other piece of news, the Iconics, they had to break up. Uh, Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan, kind of newly reunited, reformed Riot Squad members, took out Billy Kay and Peyton Royce in a tag team title match or tag team match. Sorry, uh, apparently that earned. Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan, a number one contender shot at Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, who defeated Sasha Banks and uh, Bailey there for the tag titles at Payback. Didn't really get into Payback talk. We'll kind of mix it in as we get in. But yeah, at Payback, Nia and Shayna ended up defeating Bailey and Sasha with Shayna Baszler tapping out both Bailey and Sasha. They gave the official tap out to Bailey, but she had definitely had both women in a predicament of submissions. So uh, kind of an interesting finish. I don't recall the last time I've seen a finish like that, if ever, especially for a women's match. So I thought that was a really unique way to spread it up. I kind of assumed Nia and Shayna would win. And uh, after SmackDown, we did, you know, we'll get into SmackDown, but I won't spoil that yet. But we did see a little more breakup, of course, of Bailey and Sasha Banks. So other than that, Raw Underground saw the Hurt Business just dominate. Also saw Riddick Moss defeat Titus O'Neil. Uh, Jessamyn Duke, one of the four horsewomen, did her business. And even Marina Sharif, or Sharina, sorry, um, who is with Roderick Strong's wife, she ended up taking out Billy Kay. Uh, it does look like from the iconic standpoint that Peyton Royce will be the one to kind of get the push out of this. Uh, out of them break it up. I'm kind of surprised that they ended up breaking up because, you know, they're a legit tag team. They've been a tag team forever. Uh, they even beat, you know, Sasha and Bailey at WrestleMania two years ago to win the tag titles. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see. I think both women will be fine, but I think we will see Peyton Royce get the, the bigger of the shine because of that. So kind of raw talk there. I'm um, trying to see any other hits I could give you. Uh, we also saw uh, Mickey James, Natalia, and Lana confront Asuka. We did have Mickey James defeat Lana, so I'm going to assume that puts Mickey James in the title shot against Asuka. Because after that, I don't know where we're going to go with Asuka. <laughs> she won the women's title there. 
a couple weeks ago, kept it, you know, at SummerSlam, uh, kept it, I believe, at, you know, Raw. And so, yeah, I don't, I'm kind of curious where Asuka goes. I mean, like I said, I think we'll see Mickey James, you know, go after it. Maybe Natalia, you know, after that. But then after, you know, then I think we're into Survivor Series. So I'm going to assume Asuka would be, you know, in some sort of women's match with Bailey, probably still going to be champion and Io Shirai. And so I think that would be a really fun women's match, you know, at Survivor Series, or unless we do the whole, you know, maybe the champions or the tag or the, you know, the team captains. So we could go that route as well. Or they pull double duty, then their tag team cap or their the team captain and they're in the singles match. So we'll see where that goes. But uh, so far, like I said, it looks like Asuka and Mickey James who fought at NXT before for the women's title there. So uh, we'll see, you know, here a couple of years later how they can put together. So other than that, um, we'll move into uh, our NXT talk. So let me bring up the NXT screen. NXT screen. Where is it at? Just talk amongst yourselves while I bring this up. There we go. So as you can see, we had a little Super Tuesday, and now we're going to have another Tuesday event here coming this week. Um, as you know, it's going to be Finn Bauer and Adam Cole who ended up with two pinfalls each. They tied. Uh, I thought maybe that might go into overtime, as it were, but we were running out of time on TV, so it gets you a nice hook. I know I saw some people kind of upset because we had this 60-minute Ironman match, and then we get no definitive winner, but we do have a hook for next week. So, you know, I think it was at a pay-per-view. I think I could see that, you know, other than maybe the pay-per-view leads into the next night. I'm okay with, you know, Finn Bauer, Adam Cole fighting for the title. I think those were the two that made most sense. Like I said, I would have liked to see Gargano, Johnny Gargano sneak in there and get the title, but him and Champa got one pin, fin, one pinfall each and uh, weren't there with the two. But yeah, so we'll see. I thought a pretty strong match. I thought everybody got to do their thing. And uh, we'll see next Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, Finn Bauer, Adam Cole for the title. They're probably in the main event of, NXT Super Tuesday Part 2 or whatever we're going to call it. Um, some other hits we did have Brizongo and Isaiah Scott, Isaiah Swerve Scott, sorry, defeat Legado de Fantasma. And we had Isaiah Scott pin the NXT Cruiserweight Champion, which of course made sense. Had an Imperium show up, had a forklift show up. It was a street fight, so you had all kinds of weapons and stuff. So Kind of a different match for Brizongo. You know, you never see them in those type of heavy hitting type matches. So I, I think they enjoyed it. And like I said, they had a nice spot with the forklift. Um, Candice LeRae defeated uh, Casey Costanzo. And now Candice LeRae has invited Tegan Knox to her house for dinner on Tuesday. And as we know, the Gargano household is never fun time. So I'll be interested to see. I'm sure we'll get a little food fight or some sort of mess there at the dinner event or dinner, you know, meeting of Tegan Knox and Candice LeRae. I still think Candice LeRae finds herself in a number one title position or contender's title position, you know, here down the road uh, for whatever next event NXT holds. Uh, haven't heard on that end, but uh, other little quick hits for uh, NXT, trying to think Timothy Thatcher defeated Bronson Reed. You know, Thatcher keeps rolling along and, Bronson Reed did have a really cool entrance where it looks like he's kind of like this Godzilla character 
as the Titantron shows, like a big old burning buildings and, you know, kind of a Godzilla scene. So I really like that. Uh, other than that, I think we do see, you know, maybe Timothy Thatcher get closer to, you know, moving to the North American title that Damian Priest had won at the last TakeOver event. So I think that would be interesting. You know, we'll kind of see that hard-hitting event happen. And then, like we said, we had the 60-minute uh, Ironman four-way title match, <laughs> which ended in a 2-2 draw for Adam Cole and Finn Bauer. We'll see them hit each other next week. So other than that, uh, that's kind of our SmackDown, our, our NXT talks. We'll move on to SmackDown last night. Let me bring up SmackDown as it is. And then we'll get into our AW talk and uh, call it a day. So uh, kind of the big surprise, obviously, as you can see from my screen share, Jay is Jay Uso earned a universal title opportunity. I believe this would be his first, you know, world title shot ever, maybe. I don't know, but you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong on that end. Uh, I would be curious to see, you know, uh, when's the last time he's actually fought for some sort of singles title because I'm not sure. Um, obviously, Jimmy Uso, I believe, is hurt right now, so it kind of makes sense if you want to do something. And now that we have Roman Reigns who came in and, you know, got the pin, uh, they're at payback. Uh, Braun Strowman and the monster put on a big spot where the ring imploded as it, you know, fell down. Roman Reigns signed the contract as he was coming down the ramp. And then he, you know, shows up and wins as his new shirt shows. So uh, kind of a, you know, now we have Paul Heyman showing up with uh, Roman Reigns and calling him the special counsel. And Roman Reigns is playing up that he's his own island. And, you know, I'm buying into it. I think this is something that we've wanted to see Roman do. I think Roman's been ready for it. You know, especially, I don't know if he knew how to handle the crowd there, you know, when they were just so against him. I mean, it was, you know, pretty legit how against people were for him. And even now, I think some people were ranting and raving about him coming in to steal the title, which makes sense with the way that he's been portrayed, you know. So I was okay with that. Um, but we'll see Jimmy, or sorry, Jay Uso, Roman Reigns, Clash of Champions, Universal title match. Um, Firefly Funhouse showed up with Bray Wyatt saying there's going to be a new character. And I think we're all predicting it's going to be Alexa Bliss. I think even last night you had Alexa Bliss talking with Nikki Cross, Nikki Cross and she had some more dreadlocks. And Rambling Rabbit was in the background. So I do think, you know, maybe we'll have some sort of puppet that's like Alexa Bliss. And then Alexa Bray Wyatt somehow you know, show up as a on-screen partnership here soon, uh, maybe in the next couple of weeks. So I'm going to be interested to see how that plays out. Like I said, I think next week we will see a, a character that looks like Alexa, you know, and maybe portrays her a little bit, but we don't necessarily have Alexa yet on screen with Bray, probably for another week or so. And not sure where that goes, but I think it should be fun to see. I think, you know, it's interesting to note that Alexa is the one who's going this crazy route when Nikki Cross and NXT was a crazy one, but, um, you know, maybe Alexa wanted to do something different and, you know, kind of portray another side of her. So I'm okay with it. And I, I actually want to see it. I, I do think Alexa bliss, you know, is needing something different and, you know, it should be fun to see where they can go. You know, maybe they do some mixed tag matches or, you know, maybe she helps Bray win some matches or something like that, or he helps her win, you know, it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. Also, the big thing last night, big news, I kind of brought it up, teased it a little bit there. But so we saw 
Bailey and Sasha get a rematch against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Hard-hitting match, you know, Nia and Shayna obviously retain. And, you know, Sasha's getting her knee worked on, and, Bailey, you know, she's calling off the EMTs. Bailey starts to help her out, and then Bailey just goes berserk and starts attacking her, puts her in a chair, takes out her neck. So now, you know, we can have Sasha off TV for a little bit, and I think we'll get even more heelish, you know, maybe not pushing so hard of Bailey to be like a bratty type heel, but more of a straight up sadistic heel kind of made me like Orton, but you know, well, I'll be interested to see how that plays out for Bailey. Um, you know, I think it is going to be a different side of Bailey that we're going to see. And, you know, maybe she does more submission type moves instead of the Bailey to belly to Bailey to Bailey, you know, kind of finishing move. But uh, obviously when we get to Sasha, you know, maybe Sasha's out for a little bit. It comes back survivor series or I, you know, a lot of people are calling it and I'm fine with it. Sasha probably winning the Royal Rumble and then challenging Be Bailey for the title at WrestleMania. That's that's the moneymaker. That, you know, that's where you go. And, you know, who would have thought that Bailey would have been the more heel and then Sasha could come back as a face, you know, especially if we had the crowd back by the WrestleMania next year, which fingers crossed we do. Uh, I think, you know, fans would be loving it and fans would really be into it. And it's well deserved for both women. Don't know if it main events, but I think it would be a high-profile match. And like I said, I think the early call is Sasha to win the Royal Rumble and challenge Bailey for that title. Uh, and you know, Bailey, that would probably be pushing it almost four or uh, four or five hundred days for Bailey's champion of SmackDown. And that's a pretty good run. So, yeah, that's definitely the the way I see it. Um, some of the other little things here and there we saw were um, Otis and. Um, Tucker ended up beating John Morrison in The Miz. John Morrison steals the Money in the Bank briefcase, but only to find that it's a sandwich. But the more I think about it, I think I would be okay if John Morrison ends up taking, winning somehow the briefcase from Otis and then just cashes in on Roman Reigns and loses. You know, either way, whoever cashes in on Roman is going to lose. Um, you know, I've thought all along, I don't know why Otis need to win that money in the bank money in the bank briefcase but you know maybe morrison and roman could put on a good match i think much better than otis and roman so i wonder if we will see some sort of you know maybe otis puts his briefcase on the line maybe some sort of ladder match you know and then john morrison maybe john morrison and the miz kind of fight over that um but i do think that we're gonna see otis lose that briefcase somehow uh in some way in the next few weeks so uh, other than that, trying to think what else we saw. Let me scroll through. Uh, oh, yeah, we did forget that Seamus took out Big E. I think that was well done. Um, you know, obviously, Big E seems to be the guy that I think should show up at WrestleMania. You know, maybe he's an early Royal Rumble winner to go on and be, you know, become WWE or sorry, become Universal Champion, which we such a great thing for him you know we saw kofi get his moment last year and if you know and i think biggie definitely is ready for that so i want to see biggie and not break up the new day because the new day can celebrate with biggie to sell you know kind of share that moment so um yeah i'm really gonna be interested to see you know where biggie goes i think we'll write him off tv as well for a little bit um seamus can kind of keep rolling along you know and see what he can do um but other than that 
Uh, we did have the, you know, Intercontinental Championship picture. Uh, we have AJ Styles show up. We have Sami Zayn. We have, you know, Jeff Hardy. So I'm going to assume at Clash of Champions, we'll get them in a three-way. Maybe this is a ladder match. You know, you put the the one title up there and then they can go after it. So um, don't know who I'm going to pull for there. I would think Sami Zayn, because, you know, technically he hasn't lost the title. He just took time away because he didn't feel comfortable being there, you know, while this whole pandemic was so strong, just like Roman. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be interested to see who ends up winning the title, but I think we do get a, you know, a triple threat. I would like to do a ladder match there at Clash of Champions for the IC title, and we'll get the rightful owner and kind of let that thing roll and see who comes next for it. So uh, that's kind of my uh, SmackDown talk and my Raw talk and my NXT talk. So we're right there, probably a good midway point. Uh, we'll kind of give you a couple, a quick commercial break from First Financial Bank and go there for all your banking needs. And then we'll come back and uh, we'll finally talk up some AEW because I'm even giving my thoughts on AEW in the Super Kicking, Super Kicking It here show. So, uh, yeah, we're going to bring that up. But first, let's hear this message from First Financial Bank. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, the ass for black and white sports. And let me talk to you about a little banking. First Financial Bank in John Wayne Buzzard. That's right, folks. The official bank of BW Sports One for all of your banking needs, whether it be savings, checking, mortgage loans, small business loans, and everything else under the sun. First Financial Bank and John Wayne Buzzard is where we go. Call that man, 317-417-8582. That's 317-417-8582. Or email him at john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com. That's right. First Financial Bank, the official bank of BW Sports One. All right. And welcome back to Super Kicking with Steven. I'm your host right there, Stephen A. 1181. You can follow me at twi on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to be tweeting out during AEW All Out tonight. Going to kind of give you my match predictions and previewing it and giving you some thoughts on where I think things are going in AEW. And then uh, we'll wrap up shop, call it a day, and enjoy the rest of your day. So let me bring up what the match card looks like. And we got the card right there. So we have three title matches happening. We got AEW World Championship, John Moxley, the champion versus MJF. We got the AEW World Tag Team Champions, Kenny Omega, Adam Page versus FTR. I think they're calling themselves Fear the Revolution. I believe that was. I can't remember. But anyways, FTR, <laughs> uh, Dax and Cash with Tolly Blanchard. So. Uh, we also have AEW World's Women Championship, Hakura Shida versus Thunder Rosa, who's from NWA. So kind of interesting that, you know, I don't know if we'll see more NWA, ADW, you know, partnership. But this is, you know, an interesting kind of cross-promotion, cross-branding idea there. Now we get into some, you know, the gimmicky matches. I think every match feels like other than a couple matches have some sort of gimmick attached to them. Chris Jericho, Orange Cassidy, the Mimosa Mayhem match. So apparently there will be gallons of Mimosa surrounding the ring that you have to dunk your opponent into. Everything else is legal and all that. So we'll get into that. 
21 man casino battle royale. I believe guys come in at five at a time. They each get a number or a card and they come in at that different time. Last time we had this match, we saw Brian Cage show up as like a wild card and he ended up winning it. This time, I'm not even sure where we're going to go. So um, I might have to, you know, really call the name there. I might not even predict a name. I just throw out a bunch of names. I don't know. But uh, yeah, we'll go there. Then we also have the Dark Order versus Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares. We'll get into why Matt Cardona and Scorpio Sky are part of this match in the Natural Nightmares. And then we'll get into Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara, Broken Rules match. I believe the match also says if Sammy Guevara wins, Matt Hardy has to leave. And I'll get into what I think will happen with Matt Hardy because of that. Uh, Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express. Nothing really there other than a good old hard-hitting flip you know, flipping, flopping, high flying <laughs> athletic competition. You know, two tag teams at both favorites, but I will talk about who I think plays up a little more of the heel side as we've kind of seen a little bit from the Young Bucks. But yeah, we'll get into that. And we'll start right here with Britt Baker, Dr. Britt Baker, uh, the, the, the dentist, if you didn't know, versus Big Swole. Tooth and nail match. Now, from what we're seeing or from what we're hearing, um, Big Swole was mentioning that she would come to her dentist's office of Britt Baker and take care of her. So I'm going to assume this starts at the dentist's office. Maybe the pinfall takes place there. Everything legal, you know, whatever dentist tools they could get out. And uh, I, I'm i going to call for Big Swole to get the win because if this is portrayed as Britt's Baker's match, it only makes sense that the person that doesn't pick the, make the match wins. So... I'm going to say Big Swole. Uh, you know, I think Britt Baker's fine. I think we need to build up other women. Uh, you know, I think Britt Baker can work on the mic. She could work in the ring. She's got the rebel girl with her, um, you know, and she's obviously got the gimmick going. So I think Big Swole needs this match a little more and, you know, kind of a cup up and up Britt Baker to get Big Swole, you know, maybe in the title picture or get her moving up the ranks. Because right now the women's division I mean, if we have to use Thunder Rosa from NWA to come in fight Sheeta for the title, kind of tells you where the women are right now in AEW. Uh, I, you know, I don't think that they're knowing what direction they want to go with some of them, and it's hard, to, you know, to put them in different spots. I mean, we even had Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb, who used to be uh, part of uh, WWE with uh, CM Punk back in the day and straight edge society but and she was also coaching nxt for a little bit so and serena deeb was making her debut match so you had a woman who's making her debut match versus a woman from nwa wrestling on AEW. kind of tells you where the women's division is right now and you know i do think like you know there's women there that can do the work i think we just need to find the direction that they want to go and figure out where that needs to be. So that's why I said Big Swole is my official prediction. And I think Big Swole does get the win in the tooth and nail match against Dr. Britt Baker. Um, I kind of mentioned it a little bit. I think the Young Bucks versus Jurassic Express is going to be an athletic competition, lots of double teams, lots of tag team moves. I think the Young Bucks kind of play up more of a heel character. I don't know if they go whole heel, but I do think, you know, with Jurassic Express being as over as they are, and with some real fans in attendance, I know AW is doing about five to ten percent, I believe, of their capacity. So I think like a hundred to two hundred some fans are allowed in. Mask, obviously, 
and you know all that good stuff that we have to you know social distancing and looks like at this daily's place they're even sitting further away than you know the the wrestlers of the in the crowd so uh, i think you are keeping some distance between that but i think the young bucks maybe pick up the win <laughs> this one i go back i go back and forth on every match i feel like uh but this one I think I'm going to call for Jurassic Express, actually, now that I kind of reassess myself. I think Jurassic Express could use the win. It's just like Big Swole using the win more. I, you know, the Young Bucks are the Young Bucks. They're the, you know, vice presidents. They run this company with, you know, Cody Rhodes and Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. So I think at any point they'll be fine. They can move up and down the rankings. But, you know, maybe give the Jurassic Express a little nice win over the Young Bucks at All Out. Um, maybe a sign of sportsmanship afterward, but maybe the Young Bucks kind of brush it off to kind of, like I said, play up that heelish side. They kind of already did there the other night because whoever won in this eight-man, you know, tag match would face each other. So that's why the Young Bucks are facing Dress Express. They were the winning team, and now they'll face each other. So uh, next up, Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara. I think this is going to be a back-and-forth match. We've seen chair shots. We've seen big cuts. We've seen tables broken. I think we'll see more of that. I think Sammy gets the win. And then we'll see Matt Hardy come back as version one or as Damascus. Or I think he'll come back. Or maybe he's Matthew Hardy. I think we'll see this kind of split personality that he'll play up to say, well, you took out such and such Hardy, but you did not take out this Hardy. And I don't think we'll, you know, maybe we won't see Matt Hardy this week on AEW, but the next week. But I do think we'll see Matt Hardy you know, still on TV and Sammy Guevara gets the win as far as this match goes. I think we do see that. Um, don't know what to expect. Chair shots, obviously tables broken, maybe some ladders, you know, we haven't seen ladders yet. I'm, I don't believe so. Uh, yeah. The dark order versus Matt Cardona, Scorpio sky, natural nightmares. Uh, I believe this will be, you know, the kind of the two goons of the dark order. And then maybe, you know, uh, Stu Grayson and evil Uno. Uh, Brody Lee will be there, you know, kind of outside with Anna Jay and the other. There's a bunch of Dark Order members. I still don't remember their names, I'll be honest. I do think, as far as the Dark Order goes, they finally found something with Brody Lee. He took out Cody Rhodes, got the uh, TNT title. I don't know if we see Cody Rhodes back. Maybe if, you know, Scorpio Sky, Cardona, and the Natural Nightmares are going to be down, maybe we have Cody Rhodes show up. Um you know, take out Brody Lee and take out everybody else, or do we wait till Wednesday night for AEW Dynamite to kind of have Cody? But I do think Cody's been off TV a couple weeks, you know, kind of selling it, not even on TV at all. So I do think we'll see Cody Rhodes show back up here soon, either tonight or like I said, Wednesday. But I'm going to say probably more tonight. And I do think Matt Cardona, Scorpio Sky, and the Natural Nightmares get the win over the Dark Order. You know, maybe thanks to Cody, maybe he does take out Brody Lee and that distracts all the Dark Order members who are ever in the match. Uh, but, you know, I, I also think, like I said, we're presenting Alex and John Silver, I believe his name is, kind of these goons of the Dark Order. And I'm, I'm kind of confused by that. I mean, if you're going to play up everybody, then play up One Direction for the team. And, you know, they even show up on Being the Elite, the YouTube show, fight, you know, the, the Unbucks and you know, play up kind of dumb characters that don't know what they're doing. And I'm not really sold on that, but uh, I do think Broden Lee is playing up his part, finally found himself, 
you know, got away from the Vince McMahon kind of teaser stuff on um, on the promos that they were doing. I think that's good. You know, you you can only make you know copy or not copy, but mock WWE so much. I think eventually you got to find your own way. So, uh, but I say the the Dark Order lose and the other team wins. Uh, Matt Cardona. Don't know how many more appearances he's got. I heard he had limited appearances. They were saying five, and I feel like this would be his fifth or fourth appearance with AEW. So unless he signed a bigger deal, don't know how much longer we'll see him there. But uh, next up, 21-man Casino Battle Royale for an AEW championship opportunity. I don't know where the heck to go with this match. I mean, I almost have to bring up the the people. I, I guess... We've already seen Lance Archer. We've already seen Brian Cage get a title shot. We've already seen Darby Allen get a title shot. I feel like I'm going to say the field gets it. So none of those guys, but the field. So I'll predict anybody but Lance Archer, uh, Brian Cage, or um, Darby Allen. Maybe Ricky Starks gets it because he's kind of with Taz, and maybe that would be a good little plug for him. So like I said, I'm calling for the field of the, you know, We've seen Hangman Page win one of these way back a couple times ago. So, yeah, it's really hard to call this, but I do think it's going to be an odd winner, you know, kind of a shock value because the big names have already won it and have already got title matches and, you know, lost those title matches. So I can't see going back to revisit that. Um, but, yeah, so I'll be it'll be a fun match. It's one of those, you know, battle royales. You just don't know what to expect. Now we're getting into the nitty-gritty. We're getting into, you know, our bigger matches, some of our main, our obviously our main event will be the AEW World Championship. But I think this Chris Jericho Orange Cassidy could kind of be that show stealer. We've seen them put on two great matches, and man, I've never been uh, introduced into Orange Cassidy until now. You know, with AEW, and he he does, he's got something there. I mean, he really has the crowd loving him. You know, and what better person to work with than Chris Jericho to give you? A push as it is, you know, Chris Jericho's doing everything he can to put over Orange Cassidy, and that's what Chris Jericho should be used for. You know, he can win some matches here and there. He won the title at the first place. You know, I wish he would have put over Adam Page a little bit more. I don't think Adam Page gained anything with losing to Jericho there, but and obviously we'll get an Adam Page where he's going anyway, and still confused by that. But uh right now I think Chris Jericho's being used to the best of his ability. He's doing the right thing. He's, you know, really helping Orange Cassidy. And obviously Orange Cassidy's over. And I think Orange Cassidy wins this match. I think I think Jericho's fine with taking a loss. You know, he can maybe show up on Wednesday night with the the orange cat or mimosa still on him and you know kind of play that up that he, you know, was so distraught over the loss that he hasn't cleaned himself. So yeah, I'm gonna predict Orange Cassidy for the win. Uh next up. Akira Shida versus Thunder Rosa. I'm going to call Shida the win. Uh, don't like I said. I think this is that cross promotion. Just kind of see what we can do as far as uh, AEW and NWA. I don't know if we'll see anything more. Um, probably a pretty decent match. My first exposure to Thunder Rosa was there Wednesday night, and she can go and she can talk, and she looks to be you know a good fit. If if there's more cross promotion, I think she'd be a good fit on the women's division. But uh, Shida wins and. I don't know who's next to to fight for. Maybe Big Swole, like I said. Maybe Big Swole starts making up her rankings. But um, maybe Britt Baker gets another title shot. I don't know. But there's not many women that right now look to be in the league 
you know, with where they could get a title shot. So uh, next up, AEW World Tag Team Championships, Kenny Omega, Adam Page versus FTR. <laughs> this one, yeah, I'm going to call FTR to win. They're going to get the titles. You know, they, they've shown it. I think they've sky contracts. They're, you know, they're ready for this and show they're the top guys. I think Kenny turns on Adam Page in a way. You know, maybe he just leaves him hanging again like he did Wednesday night. And then Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, I think we do see maybe Kenny get beat down by FTR. Maybe Adam Page tries to make the save, but then ends up on the, with FTR. I think that's going to be it. I think we do get FTR, Adam Page together. Maybe Sean Spears as kind of this four horse, horse um, horseman type gimmick. I also thought maybe Cody Rhodes should be involved with that. So either Cody, Adam Page, and FTR, or we're going to get Adam Page, Sean Spears, and FTR. I think it's there's there's something brewing there, and I think they all want to do it. You know, then let Kenny Omega kind of do his you know thing on his own, and you know maybe he gets the TNT title shot against Brody Lee, and kind of see where Kenny can go on his own. You know, I think Kenny Omega's shown instances of his, you know, ability. I still feel like he's trying to figure out where he fits in AW. And, you know, it's hard because he is, you know, part of the production team and, you know, the EVPs. And then he is on wrestling. So, you know, I think they are trying to figure out where he could fit. But I do think Adam Page, Kenny Omega lose tonight to FTR. And then we do see Adam Page align himself with FTR probably as soon as this Wednesday, if not in the next couple weeks. So finally, uh, kind of wrapping up with our main event, we'll get the AW world championship, John Moxley, who has been rolling along. I think he found himself, you know, he really, he was really ready for this after his stint in WWE. You know, he could just tell between him and Brody Lee, you both, you know, they both want to be free of where they were at and they're ready for this. So I think they're, you know, John Moxley has shown himself, you know, he can do any kind of match. He can, you know, put promos together. Uh, he's just done it all there in AEW. MJF is this up-and-comer, you know, young guy. I think he's finding himself with this whole, you know, um, MJF 2020, especially with the election year. I think it only makes sense. And he's the obviously a perfect guy to kind of fit with this. I don't know if I'm ready to put the title on MJF. So I can't call for MJF to win. If he wins... I'd be like, all right, you know, I'll roll with it. Not going to be upset. And I think we could see where MJF goes. But there's still, I don't know, there's still something a little just not there for me. Maybe for you guys there is. You know, you let me know in the comments uh, on our Super Kicking It with Steven Facebook group. I put a nice, uh, this Google slide that I made. And you can give me your own predictions. But I think Moxley wins. And then whoever has the casino battle royale title will you know cash in soon but uh i think it's a good match for mjf to at least get his feet in the main event picture and see you know what more needs to be tweaked as far as he is concerned is it the wrestling ring is there is there something more to the gimmick especially the fact that mjf took out moxley there on wednesday night you know i always say whoever gets the upper hand effect they'll be on one losing in at the pay-per-view or you know come sunday so or Saturday night tonight. Um, but I do think that, yeah, this is probably going to be MJF's coming out party in a way. 
and we'll see where he is as far as the main event picture. You know, if he's able to put himself with John Moxley, then yeah, we'll see him show up in more main events. Uh, but if not, he might, you know, go back down the card a little bit just to kind of get himself right. But um, trying to think, you know, show stealer. Like I said, I think Orange Cassidy, Chris Jericho is a show stealer. I mean, I also feel like I'm probably not expecting much from the Young Bucks and Jurassic Express. So they could be something to, you know, do. Uh, you know, the surprise of the night, I think, is Cody Rhodes showing up to help. Scorpio Sky, Matt Cardona, and the Natural Nightmares to get back at the Dark Order, get back at Brody Lee. Um, but, you know, I think it's going to be a fun night. I'm ready to watch it. Got my, you know, got my pay-per-view all bought. And uh, hope you catch AEW. I believe it starts at 7 with the buy-in show. Uh, Britt Baker and Big Swole were supposed to be on the buy-in. Now they're saying main card. Main card starts about 8 o'clock tonight, so catch that. Uh, other than that, we'll, uh, we'll wrap up shop. Thanks for watching. Catch us again. Catch me again. You know, of course, if you want to be part of this, get in touch with me at Stephen A. 1181. That's Stephen A. 1181. Uh, you know, we're going to catch up on Raw, SmackDown, NXT this coming week. AEW will kind of, you know, give you the, the breakdown of what happened here at all that next week. And uh, yeah, I'll call it a day. Uh, but we do also want to give Sean Nugent, who's a rock star realtor, give him a little plug real quick. And then we'll close up the shop. What's up, folks? It's your boy, The Ass from Black and White Sports, and I am looking to buy or sell a home. I know who I'm going to call, and that's Sean Nugent, a.k.a. BW Sports One's rock star realtor. That's right, folks. Sean Nugent is the man you need to talk to if you're looking for your dream home or looking to just downsize or anything in between when it comes to your new house Call Sean, 317-503-8322. That's 317-503-8322. Or email him, sean.nugent at talktotucker.com. You want to talk to Tucker? Talk to Sean Nugent, BW Sports One's rock star realtor. All right. Well, thanks for watching. Thanks to the First Financial Bank. Get all their banking needs. Thanks to Sean Nugent, your realtor needs. And uh, yeah, I'm Stephen A, 1181. Follow me on Twitter. Go catch the Super Kicking It Facebook group, Super Kicking with Stephen. Go to Facebook.com and find that. Um, hopefully, you'll catch AEW all out tonight. Give me your thoughts as you know we're on the group there. And catch you next week, 12:30 p.m. We're kind of doing this early afternoon, as you can see, it's nice and sunny out. I think it's the perfect time um, to you know talk wrestling, and then you can enjoy the rest of your Saturday. So thank you for watching. Talk to you guys next week.